Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the What's Next podcast with Dave and Blair. Dave, are you there stuck in traffic on I-35 in the snowstorm? I am on the overpass. Blair, maybe you can hear me in my helicopter. I'm checking on traffic. No, I'm actually just in park here on the ramp. <laughs> no. They told me to exit here. Thank you, Google. Yep. You. So I, I left my office one hour and eight minutes ago, and I am not even halfway to your house. So we're going to go ahead and start this interview. Well, we got a special guest today. None other than... Well, at the age of 22, this guy's already accomplished so much. First off, he's he's got multiple nicknames. We have Bourbon Bass. We've got B-Dub. Um, am I missing anything else? I know Rockdale, where he's from, is big on nicknames. Am I missing anything else? Uh, the great well, Braden Wallace. What's going on? Yay! Yay! So if, if you're if you're talking to uh, Monty Robinson from uh, Alpha One, it's post soap, no joke, barbecue sauce, bourbon base, beat up, which is way too much of a mouthful. So we're just gonna go with beat up. Perfect. But barbecue sauce doesn't make any sense because you are a pit master and you probably don't like it when people put sauce on on the meats. I mean, they can do whatever they want. But that doesn't mean it's right. <laughs> now, Dave, you may have a comment that you want to interject here. Damn right. <laughs> well, I was thinking more like you might feel the same about how B-Dub put some Coke in perfectly fine bourbon. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> that, that's later in the interview. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll pile on later. Well, Braden Wallace, you <laughs> you are running for city council of the city of Rockdale and they can't they can't mention that without mentioning that you're a 22 year old candidate what uh are you feeling ageism uh in, in this race uh well not really but I'm pretty sure I know where that uh that radio station sits politically and who they who they like so uh I'm going to go with they're trying everything they can to make sure I don't get elected without picking a favorite. Now, how many city councilmen are there for the city of Rockdale? There are six of them. There's three for the west and three for the east. And you are running I'm on what? For a west ward position. Now, with... Uh, if, I, if I'm good at doing math, Dave, and you know I'm not, I'm going to guess that old Brett's Backyard Barbecue is trying to lock in one-third of the votes down there in Rockdale's, it sounds like. Is, isn't Brett already on the city council? Yeah, Brett is already on the city council, but that, that had nothing to do with me running. So uh, I'm a lifelong Rockdalian, as they like to say, mm -hmm. and I'm sick and tired of the way that the city just doesn't seem to care about anybody. So I've decided I'm going to step up. I've been thinking about this for a long time and I finally in a position to where I can. So I'm going to step up and run for city council, hopefully try to change some stuff and shake some stuff up. So it's not rockadillion 
<laughs> no, no that, that's a little bit cooler. Yeah, that's not bad, Dave. Nice. Now, what do you? I call... thought I had a T-shirt that said "I'm from Rockadillion," <laughs> right. or "I'm a Rockadillion." Uh, when you say doesn't give a crap about him, give me an example of how the city of Rockdale is perhaps turning a cold shoulder to their to their brethren. Well, ever since I've been alive, we've had water that looks like iced tea coming out of our tap. So, uh, and they they have done everything they can to make sure that issue has not been solved. I mean, we had a we had a city manager that got some stuff approved and ended up spending sixty thousand dollars on palm trees. <laughs> I, I I don't understand why they feel the need to spend money on stuff like that whenever there's an issue at hand that takes money to fix. Now, does the city of Rockdale run the water, or it, do they have a water district or a water authority? Uh, so they they do all their own water. There's a water treatment plan, and uh, they, they do everything in-house. Okay, so it's city-owned and run. It's not set up in its own district? No, it's not. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, man, who knew yeah. you guys had terrible water? Like oh, and everybody, everybody that's ever stayed in Rockdale. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, most people stay at that rainbow rainbow court, and they're too pleased with the comfort to pay attention to that brown water. Yep. Well, I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure the lead pipes take all the take all the ice <laughs> out of the water. Yeah. So, you really do want to shake things up. What? Um, what platform are you running on? What uh, have you got a marketing campaign? How does a how does a city council election get run uh, down there? Well, it depends on who you are. If you have a good last name, uh, you can normally run just based off your name. Uh, we had so the last election we had a candidate do that and think they were going to win, but there was. There was another candidate, the one that I'm running for, or running against. Uh, she decided she was going to one-up him and went and got signs and went and knocked on everybody's doors and ended up winning. So it, it kind of just depends on who you're running against and what they, what they want to do. So what I'm hearing is if you have a name like Tony Lama, you like dirty water. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. <laughs> if if you got a good last name in Rockdale and you you know some people, it's it's not hard to get elected. Now, how does the name Wallace stack up in Rockdale uh, hierarchy? Can you? It's it's about a it's a good fifty fifty split. Uh, I have to owe a lot of that to my dad. Uh, he's made a lot of people happy. And he's made a lot of people mad. So, uh, <laughs> what would be uh, an example of something he's done that makes people happy? And what would be an example of something that makes people mad? <laughs> uh, I'd like to. I'd like that, to chime that, in. That's gonna, have to be a, that's gonna have to be a question for him because I'm. I'm not even sure 
on everything he's done. Just I know I get, oh, I know your daddy. And then <laughs> they have oh, a certain yeah, look yeah. about him. <laughs> he's, he's a good guy. So it, it's kind of just a split. Where do, you, where do you stand on Space Force? You feel like we really need it? You feel like Rockdale would be affected by it? How, how does that work? Well, I'm almost 100% certain Rockdale would not be affected by it unless there's they decide they're going to launch a missile at Austin and miss. Uh, but other than that, I, I don't really think that affects us as much as other places. Yeah, but it's going on all I'm, around you. Because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Space Force. I think it's got a funny name, funny logo. And a gigantic waste of cash. <laughs> You're always looking for a good way to waste some cash, Dave. <laughs> See here, duck hunting. <laughs> well, right. it's, it's it's a good it's a good American. It goes based off the American philosophy. We don't necessarily need it, but it's something we got to have. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's something we need to pay for. So you were cruising around on a normal American kid trajectory in life, doing your civic duty as a teenager, getting into a little trouble locally, dabbling with a little underage drinking, I'm sure. And you head off to the great Texas A&M, and then somewhere along the way, probably COVID, probably like made you take classes online, somewhere along the way you said, the hell with this, I'm going to go a different direction. And you've been... I guess at first you were apprenticing, but now I see the name. I mean, I see it in print. It says Pit Master Braden Wallace. Because now you're up tutoring. Uh, well, not tutoring, but uh, working alongside the great Brett at Brett's Backyard Barbecue. And now that name Pit Master is being thrown on to you. A, do you feel like you've earned Pit Master? And B, is this... As you're seeing it, a long-term career move at this point for you. So I, I am going to say it is a long-term uh, career move for me. I got some stuff in the works. Uh, I got some stuff planned out to where I can hopefully get to travel the country and eventually the world uh, cooking barbecue and teaching people how to cook barbecue. But uh, as it goes for Pitmaster, every time you light the fire, you're learning something new. So you, you can never truly be a pit master. You're, you're just a, you're just a fire poker. <laughs> what, um, what is, when you say you learn something new, give me an example of something you've, you've learned recently as you started the fire. Uh, well, I can, I can tell you this war, uh, Last time I started the fire, we didn't have good wood, and I learned that uh, Brett doesn't always buy good wood. So, uh, Players that, well aware of not having good wood. That, <laughs> oh. That's why he had to move to St. Louis. <laughs> That's right. They take less, less quality wood in St. Louis, and I was yeah. thankful for their low expectations. I was talking more about his whiskey penis, but okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was too. Yeah, we were too. We were with you. 
<laughs> he moved to St. Louis to be closer to the bar. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I didn't move across the street from a bar. Yeah, so yeah, you, every every time you cook, you should be learning something new, cooking something new, learning something new, trying a new seasoning. Uh, the weather's different every day, so you you should always be you should always be learning whenever you're cooking, so you can never truly be a master. Well, what I heard you say there is. Good Lord, you're you're getting a PhD, my friend. It is a constant, constant journey, and yeah, with the weather changing, I would hate to be cooking out when a cold front comes through. David, isn't that the only time you've had your meat stall? Is when a uh, a good old Texas front came through. Yeah, when that old temp drops and that wind picks up, it makes it difficult for sure. Oh yeah, are y'all getting this yeah. weather down there uh, right now? Uh, it just started rolling in, and uh, last night I was looking at the forecast, and the, the high is below freezing for Friday, a day we're supposed to be open. And I texted Brett. I was like, hey, do we have a plan for this weekend, or are we just going to roll what we've been doing? He goes, oh, and he texts me back like two or three hours later and goes, well, we're, we're only going to be open Saturday and Sunday, which means i got to cook on friday in below freezing weather what do you cook the day before uh we do all of our uh our long cooks brisket and pork butts <laughs> so you're gonna be out there below that uh below freezing i mean you got a little protection you got your you guys are cooking in that shed uh, so i guess you have a little bit of protection from the wind that dave was talking about there's no protection from the wind. We have we have mesh walls. Okay, God, you're gonna be miserable. Oh, it's gonna be terrible. It's gonna be raining too. Oh, that can't be the best barbecue you pull off the grill. It is. It's gonna be. It's gonna be different. I'm gonna be cooking a lot hotter than normal. I'm gonna try to get it down to about eight hours. Yeah. So when you say that you maybe uh, you got some plans in work, you want to travel around. Well, Braden, I got a place for you to stay and educate the people in Northeast Missouri, because they say that Pappy's is the best up there and Salt and Smoke. I I have not been to Pappy's, but everyone agrees it's the best. But there's a kolache shop that sells Pappy's pulled pork inside of a kolache. And it was so sweet, I almost gagged when I ate it. Like, they need your help up there, my 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 young friend. You need to come up there with your sash, your city council sash, and educate the people of St. Louis on good Central Texas barbecue. Well, I'm not sure they have many checks up there to actually make a real kolache. So it's the German uh, population. So there's a there's a large contingent of Germans in um, in St. Louis. So there's French, there's German. Now there's um, uh, Bosnian is a big uh, a big newcomer to the St. Louis uh, scene. Uh, oh great! Yeah, well, Bosnia is. People apparently love the Bosnians. Like apparently they integrated quickly. They uh, they spruced up the neighborhood, improved property. They they're 
They're not a high crime uh, thing, which I can understand. I've been to Croatia, and people there are pretty chill, and that's like right next door. But uh, but yeah, it's it's a melting pot. It's a little bit like a, a New Orleans or something like that, where you got a lot of uh, a lot of civic pride based on race. Makes sense. Yeah. So they I'd definitely like to, need I'd help like with barbecue. I need to break in, folks. Uh, I'm up to eight miles an hour. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Those so scoring at home. If I sound distracted, it's because I just had to put my left hand on the wheel as well. <laughs> Is it uh, raining on you, Dave? Yeah, but I'm back down to five now. So Uh-oh. no big deal. Arms back crossed, driving <laughs> with me. <laughs> Braden, is it raining there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been raining off and on all day. So y'all are going to get ice, too. Oh, we're going to get – it's going to get stupid. People here already can't drive. Add a little ice and a little construction into that. This is going to make it worse. Now, how fast is the town that you are about to be city councilman? How fast is it growing? Because you guys – Basically, Austin is a suburb of Rockdale, for people who don't know Rockdale. It's kind of the sun that Austin revolves around, correct? Yeah, yeah pretty much. They, so, they couldn't function without us. <laughs> what, uh, what, what kind of population growth are you guys experiencing? So right now, Milam County, uh, it's about the size of Rhode Island, and we have a population of about... 25 to 28,000. And by 2030, we're expected to have a population at a minimum of 75,000. Nice. So in 8 years at 25,000, we're going to we're going to triple our population in 8 years. So other than water, what's your next issue for the Rockdillians and how, how we're going to assist them? Uh, getting getting the budget under control. I mean, we, we operate at a deficit every year. Nothing ever changes. And they, they can't function because they're always out of money and they have no idea where the money's going. But then they, they go and purchase property. They go and put it in a new park somewhere. I mean, we... We probably have as many parks as Austin. And so you're against parks? I'm not against parks. I'm against I'm against spending money where we don't need to spend money and spending money on frivolous stuff. Well, you got to fill like, that park like with parks. palm trees. <laughs> yeah, we, we so they put in they put in six palm trees, so ten thousand dollars a piece on palm trees right next to our city pool that nobody ever goes to. And I'm pretty sure they all died in the last freeze because it's central Texas and palm trees don't grow in central Texas. <laughs> well, not consistently. They'll, they'll thrive in the summer, but when you get a little freeze moving through, they don't like that too much. Yep. There's a reason palm trees are down at the coast not in Rockville, Texas. Yeah, and there's also a reason that if you want to put them in Rockdale, Texas, you got to pay ten grand a pop. Exactly. So, Dallas Fort Worth for a long time, Braden ignored the park, and they have rude the day that they didn't invest in parks. And now we're going to have a park all along the Trinity, stretching from Dallas all the way to Fort Worth, 
with bike trails and all that, and will still have the least amount of park space of any metropolitan area in the country. So I don't know what type of park they're wanting to do, but I suggest the one that encourages the drug trade. You're going to be loose on crime, right? Is that how you're going to get the economy stimulated down there? Oh no, no, no. We're we're gonna be we're gonna be tough on crime. I'm I'm pretty sure Rockdale is a meth capital of the United States. <laughs> I know it is probably the meth capital of Texas. Is and, it really? Oh, in, anything you want, you can go down to the Sonic and get it through the drive-through. And that's that's not even an exaggeration. That's factual. <laughs> well, I would. I wasn't aware of that when I was in town. No. Yeah, you just go through the drive-thru and you say the right things and you get a little brown bag. Do you want to call anyone out in particular? Any particular drive-thru you'd like to name on the What's Next podcast with Dave and Blair? Oh, no, not at all. I don't I don't want to make any business owner mad. <laughs> They're just doing what they can to keep up, huh? Yeah, they might not vote for me otherwise. Yeah, but that's pretty wild because uh, I remember, you know, I used to I used to have a code word for beer after hours at a couple of uh, Mexican food restaurants in Houston back in the day. But uh, meth is a whole different deal. Oh, yeah. Uh, yesterday we had a uh, had a guy. Met, well, we got a fire call to go and check this dude's vitals. And he was he was tripping out on some bad meth and ran all down the road and tried to get into other people's cars and it, it was a whole mess. Yeah, it sounds like he, we need more parks for them to live in. Yeah. Absolutely. I I'm pretty sure that's what Rockdale's going for. Hey, we we need to we need to find a place where more people can sell drugs. So let's let's just build some parks. And we'll give them shade with palm trees. That's right. You you can you can uh, if the sun's right you can lay in the shadow of the palm uh, the dead palm tree. <laughs> you know if you position it right you could use those dead palm trees as six sundials and set it up as a uh, a tourist thing or look at six clocks all with the wrong time. The the, the six pillars of Rockdale. <laughs> yeah, we're really solving Rockdale's problems here. Now the one thing I, I would probably so. do. What what well, what? Dave? I would definitely my brain trust because y'all y'all got some pretty pretty wild ideas. Well, the first one I came up with is I don't like the brown paper bag. Like, why don't we get a nice like Ziploc or perhaps a uh, one of those uh, Everfresh Rubbermaid uh, containers where you could pop it. You know, you pop that little thing and lets the moisture out. That way your meth, it keeps nice and dry. You don't want to get moist. You know, too moist or, of meth. Or a, vac a vacuum seal. Ooh, vacuum sealed meth. I, I think the I think the meth crystals will, will poke through the bag. <laughs> well, that's why I suggested the uh the heavy duty stuff. You could you could vacuum seal your cocaine. Little little eight ball increments. Yeah, you know, Dave's got a real good buddy named Eight Ball. <laughs> no, I do. <laughs> I, I wonder how he got the name. 
maybe Dave could share that story. I think we could get an entirely new brand spanking truck for the Rockdale Mafia Fire Department, which I fully support 100%. I think they do. They're pillars of the community. They do God's work, Dave. The Rockdale Volunteer Fire Department Mafia. If we just took the cans, the Miller Lite cans and the Coca-Cola cans, and recycled them, take them down to Austin, take them to the hippies and let them recycle them, we could pay for a fire truck just from Doc and Braden alone. I don't know. Brayden, are you a big beer drinker? Uh, no, really. all the Coca-Colas that he puts in his bourbon. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I didn't catch the Coca-Cola. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Boy, he pours those Coca-Colas in there. I buy my Coke by the semi-load now. <laughs> <laughs> That's and how I babies are gold, made. The gold top milk cans coming flying out of that workshop <laughs> behind that house. Yep. It's it's unruly. I love the idea of a young, impressionable Braden going around town and people just looking at him going, I know your dad. (laughs) (laughs) And him feeling like after 22 years, he feels like it's (laughs) 50-50. Which, by the way, uh, if if Trump's taught us anything, 50-50 is the way to go. You get 50 people passionate about you, 50 people hating you, everyone's talking about you. It's great. Well, as long as I keep people from running against me, uh, it, all I got to do is just vote for myself and I'll win. So, Well, are you, yeah. uh, you're running against the incumbent, right? No, the incumbent said that she is not running. She is not seeking re-election. Ooh, so you're, so you're unopposed. Go, you're going unopposed? Yep. Ooh. Well, let's go, Braden. Rockdale's about to get younger at that position. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'm going to do as much as I can without, with, well, I, I would say without stepping on toes, but I'm going to walk in and just slam my foot down on the first person I see. Uh, you've got the full power of the three people from Rockdale that listen to us, so you should have <laughs> no problems. You got the Rockdale Mafia behind you, that's for sure. And and if you improve that crack delivery device, (laughs) you're gonna really you're gonna get the meth heads behind you, and that's gonna be big. Everybody likes clean water and parks. That's a good platform. I like it. Well, except for Braden, who hates parks. And don't bring up trees. I I, I think we brought him around on that. Yeah, (laughs) but he does like sundials. Loves a sundial. Uh, it's pretty impressive what you're doing, Braden. We're pretty proud of you. Yeah. And, and, and I, I mean, just being part of the mafia, you should be able to get elected in this damn thing. I, I'm hoping. Dude, when we come down there being friends of two of the city councilmen, Dave, they won't even be able to contain us. We'll just be throwing our weight around Shit, everywhere. No. Two city councilmen, a chief, and a doc. What the hell else do you need? <laughs> We run this town. I mean, you can you can be like our mayor, get pulled over, and be, and uh, tell the cop, "Do you know who I am?" Oh, he pulled the Michael Irvin. Nice. Oh yeah, I, it wasn't anything good like a DWI. It was it was a license plate light out. Boy, y'all's y'all's police Somebody's really cracked down, Jiminy. Ah, 
That's By the way, I'd park, my, park on Friday, get back in the truck on Sunday in that town. They yep. They pull you over for a, a license plate light, but they'll let you hand crystal meth out the drive-through window. What's going on, dude? They need a law and order. Thank God, Braden's running. <laughs> That's right. Well, Braden, it was fun having you on the podcast, man. We appreciate you. Yes, it was. Thanks for having Good me. Good luck, and report back on these parks and water. I sure will. All right. <laughs>